Welcome, friends old and new, to Marketing Mavericks, a consumed media vlogcast. I'm your host, Leo Falkenstein. In this vlogcast, we're here to dive into the world of marketing, technology, and career and personal development, with our goal of helping you navigate the ever-changing landscapes that the marketing world has to offer. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just starting your journey, we're here to inspire, educate, and empower you to become a true marketing maverick. Let's have some fun. All right. Good morning, Ben. How are you doing today? I'm great. Uh, happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's 9 a.m. Eastern time, and I guess it's probably like 3 p.m. something over over in the United Kingdom. Does that sound about right? Yeah, just after 2 p.m. So we're just, uh, just getting going into the afternoon. Beautiful. Well, thanks so much for coming on the Marketing Mavericks vlogcast. Ben, we've known each other for, I guess, about a year now. And if I'm remembering correctly, I think I posted some a video of one of my clients in the recruiting technology space. Yep. And then I think you just messaged me saying, hey, we're in that space. Let's be friends. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I think it, it sounds that that sounds pretty, pretty accurate for me. Having the right partner for video is is really important, and you know, like any technology vendor, we do a lot with different types of video, whether that's explainer, case study, etc. So, I've always got a, an eye out for potential future partners. Awesome, and yeah, we're super happy that you sent me that message. We stayed in touch. I'm pretty sure. You know, I think that was Q4 last year, and you know how Q4 yep. is, right? You know, it's not like you're always buying necessarily, but you got your eye out. Right? You're ultimately trying to figure out who am I going to partner with next year? What am I going to do next year? And again, I think just a lot of conversations back and forth got us to the point where we're able to work together on, on some pretty cool projects last year. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, and I mean, maybe I'll just share for folks one of the big things we worked on because I think it's exciting. I in in a world where there are so many different types of virtual events, we saw an opportunity to use video to make ours stand out from the crowd, right? Um, we ran a big virtual conference last year that was highly successful. And the video that we put together around you know, our product vision and really bringing our, our founders and uh, the mission of the business to life in, a, in an innovative, interactive way was... I think a critical part of making that event a success. So yeah, was a was a pleasure to work together. Thank you, Ben. It was a pleasure to work with you. And we'll circle back to video in just a moment. But let's have you introduce yourself to the audience. Who are you? Um, what is Beamery? How did you land here? Let, let's hear your story. Big questions. Um, <laughs> so my name is is obviously Ben. I global uh, marketing leader here at Beamery. Beamery is a talent lifecycle management platform. So what we mean by that is it's a, a single platform to help some of the world's largest employers uh, attract, engage, hire, um, retain, upskill uh, their talent, right? I think every business is in a, a really challenging situation currently. The skills they have today may not be the skills they did in the future. And having a single platform to help them either go out and hire the skills they need for the market or to build those skills internally through development and upskilling programs is incredibly impact impactful. And I think something that's going to be a huge part of how organizations think about the future of their workforce. Um, you know, we operate globally across, uh, gosh, 
probably a uh, hundred different hundred different countries. So it's uh, it's been a fascinating journey. I joined as employee four or five, so uh, a long time ago, and uh, built out the marketing organization from the ground up. That's awesome. So you've gone from employee four or five to now you guys just raised your Series D, got over a billion dollar valuation. I'm sure you've learned a few lessons along the way, right? <laughs> what's what's what have you learned? And, you know, obviously you have a million things, but how do you feel like you've been able to learn things and ultimately help grow this rocket ship? I think there are a couple of traits that become very important to um, successfully transitioning from a very early stage business. I joined Beamery pre-product, pre-revenue, um, you know, pre any external funding all the way through to, you know, an at scale organization that is, um, that is obviously very successful. The people that survive and thrive in those instances are the ones who have a strong growth mindset, right? They're always looking for what they don't know, always looking to learn from mentors to try and understand what the business needs them to be, not just now, but also six months into the future. And, I think paired with that, you need a healthy dose of, you can call it persistence or resilience, right? One of the two, maybe a, maybe a little splash of, uh, of them together. And that's because it's, look, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> um, I equate startups to hand-to-hand combat, right? And look, sales and marketing <laughs> is full of different military metaphors and analogies, but this is very much, you know, you're in the trenches every day, you're trying to figure out why something isn't working. You know, you're rolling up your sleeves to to make changes, to you know, bring things to life. Um, and it's it's a real slog, right? And I think the people that are successful are ultimately the ones that stay in the game, um, that take another shot, and that that keep going. I love it, and hey, I mean that's that's what it takes to go to the next level, no matter what, right? Whether you're going from pre-seed to seed, seed to A, A to B, C, D, or, you know, whether you're just like, you know, consumed, just a bootstrap company trying to continue to grow and grow, grow, it really does take that persistence. And if you don't have it, if you don't have that growth mindset, you're not going to grow, right? It sounds, sounds like a cliche, right? But without the growth mindset, how do you grow, right? Yeah, look, I completely agree. And I, I've been very lucky to have had some some amazing mentors along the way, right? People that have been very generous with their time. Um, you know, I think for folks earlier in their career, all the advice we've just shared holds true. I think the other thing I would share is find a company that has a, a big, exciting mission, right? Something that gets you out of bed in the morning. At Beamery, you know, we want to unlock the potential of every human on the planet, right? That's that's exciting. That's worth fighting for. That's worth uh that's worth the long nights or, you know, the, the, the occasional moments of frustration. Um, it's something that will materially make a difference to an enormous amount of humanity if we get it right. And, you know, that's that's something worth fighting for. Absolutely. I love that. I mean, the mission is so important. Ultimately, you have to connect. You, you have to want to get out of bed in the morning. You have to want to turn on that computer and ultimately be like, okay, this is what I'm doing for today. This is what I'm doing for the week. This is how I'm going to, you know make a living, but this is how I'm going to help this planet to help, help uh, the economy grow essentially. Right. So yeah, I, I want to circle back because we had a really interesting project last year, Ben. Um, and it was funny because I think, you know, while consume media did not go to 
England. You know, we did essentially supervise the production in England, which was really cool. But ultimately, what did we do, right? You guys had this big virtual conference, launching some big company announcements, and ultimately we worked with a local team in the United Kingdom to film and ultimately consume media, helped produce uh, direct graphics, animation, and bring together this whole 30-minute keynote, right? And there's these virtual events all the time, right? So you have to do something to separate yourselves, right? And what was your mission? How did you guys feel like, hey, we're going to do this virtual event, but we're going to separate ourselves, make something really engaging that people are going to love? I think the the word virtual event and engaging aren't often in the same sentence these <laughs> days, right? Um, and virtual events of different kinds have been part of the marketing playbook, right, for as long as it was possible to be virtual. Um, you know, for us, and for me, if I look at the, the marketing landscape, there's it's really a kind of sea of sameness. And the problem we're all facing is that innovations like AI and, um, you know, content generative tools like, um, you know, ChatGPT make things easier for marketing to get to a certain bar, right? But really all that's going to do is make this sea of sameness, you know, <laughs> even more overbearing. And I think if you want to stand out, you have to take a step back and think about, okay, how can you innovate? What is your story to tell? Like, what do you have the right to tell? Um, what is the point of view that you have on the market? You know, what is what is something that you can say or a way of saying it that will allow you to stand out? So for us, you know, we've, we've run virtual events for a long time. Um, this was, I think, our fifth year running Spark Live, which is our big annual virtual conference. And, you know, we've, we've grown that audience from, you know, a thousand people to, you know, well over 10,000. And the easiest thing in the world to do for us would have been to say, okay, you know, this year it's 15,000, right? Like we want to grow the community and, um, you know, breadth is, 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 the, um, is the leading indicator we're using to success. And we actually decided to go in a different direction. We wanted to go deep. We wanted to create really amazing content for leaders in the industry. And you might say, well, hey, are executives really going to show up for a virtual event? And actually, we saw that a significant amount did, which was fantastic. Um, and we want to create a, a virtual experience that feels uh, like you're in a room with people, right? That feels like you can interact, that feels like you can build connections and, and network. And, you know, we want to create like a richness of content that makes that experience amazing. And obviously, you know, working with the, the good folks that consume is a big part of uh, pulling together the, the content for the keynote. But really, that's just one part of the event. The event itself is it, it needs to feel like an experience, not something that, um, you know, a vendor is putting on that maybe you're logging in for a bit. And, you know, you'll know you're successful if you see people not just joining for a session, but sticking around throughout the day. You'll know you're successful if you see people interacting and you'll know you're successful if you see, you know, comments like, hey, I really needed this today. Right. Um, that 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 for me is a barometer of success. And obviously in marketing, we have all of the different types of metrics that we look about in terms of, you know, pipeline generated and new leads and, uh, you know, the influence that we're driving on revenue. And of course, we track those things. And of course, those things are important. But when you're putting on an event of any kind, it's creating experience that people are going to remember that is one of the most important things. 
I love it. And that kind of leads me to kind of ask a question with two sides of it. First of all, you know, I think, you know, um, from there's the experience standpoint. How does the viewer ultimately engage with and go from session to session? And what does that feel like? But also, what is the messaging? What's the story? And I think that's one thing that collectively we did a really good job on the keynotes the storytelling front you know it can be so easy to go out there and say we do x y and z and x is important because of this and y is important because of this but ultimately when we were putting together this script and really beamery took the charge here there were so many real life examples right mm -hmm. it's like let's look at person a Let's look at how this person does this and this and how it's affected. Uh, or look at company A and look how, the, how they interact with employee A and just kind of seeing it in, from a persona-based perspective. How do you feel like that's important, right? Not just talking about the product, but talking about the people. And ultimately, again, turning into a story rather than a here's our product. Absolutely. The reality is no one cares about the product, right? <laughs> um, and, and look, that's that's obviously not 100% true. But I think as marketers, you know, we get ourselves so wrapped up with how feature A is better than feature B. And, you know, the majority of people, particularly those who aren't your customers, that's not what they're looking for, particularly in, in an event, right? And in, in something they're going to spend a significant amount of time in. What they want is either insights that are going to help them make help them make a difference in their role, right? How can they be better? They want to be inspired by people. And, you know, they also want to understand what something means to them, right? And the persona-based approach that you mentioned is, is really important. Mm -hmm. We all have a unique perspective workforce, either as a manager hiring people, as a, as an employee at a, at a business, or as a, as a candidate applying for jobs, right? So for us, you know, it was it was paramount to tell our story through the lens of those different personas, right? Of those different stages of the talent life cycle. And that becomes, you know, immediately, it, it resonates with people because they get it, they've been there, right? And what if it was different, right? You know, what if, um, you know, as a, for example, as a candidate, through AI, you saw not just the list of jobs that are on a careers page, but jobs you might never have thought of that have been picked out by AI and matched to the skills that you have or the potential you have to grow. That's a pretty transformative experience, right? For, for anyone applying for a job, but, you know, that could be so easily buried in features and functions. And look, that's not the big story. I, you know, whenever I talk to folks, you know, on the team or, you know, other businesses about, uh, about campaigns or events or content, the big thing for me is what is, what is like, why should people care? What's the big story? What's the big narrative? What's the hook, right? Because ultimately we should be storytellers. And that that's the thing that comes first and foremost in any in any program. Well, and it even comes back to something you said earlier, and I'm not going to butcher it, so I'm not going to try. But the mission statement, right? Yeah. The mission statement wasn't, you know, to create the best product. It was, what was it? Unlock the human, the potential of every human on the planet. 
I love that. Unlock the potential of every human on the planet. And again, that's not about a product. That's about a mission. That's about the people, right? That every human is in the center of that mission statement. And I think that kind of just connects everything we just talked about, right? It's about the human experience rather than the product that we're pitching, right? It certainly is. And I remember one thing a mentor told me earlier in my career, um, he said, think about, think about a group of people marching down the street with banners, right? Chanting something about your company. What are they chanting, right? What is that, what is that um, societal change, right, that they would care about? And how can, you, how can you tie your story to that? I think it's a great reminder that market, as marketers, we need to rise above um, just pure product differentiation and, you know, really speak to business and societal value with, 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 with the, the platforms and uh, software that we're looking to, to drive value around. That's awesome. <clears throat> awesome. So I want to slightly pivot a little bit because, um, um, you know, when, when we were talking beforehand and kind of coming up with our conversation, you know, one of the things we asked you was like, hey, you know, what are the new innovations you guys are doing in the marketing department? And what you said is what's old is new again, right? We're talking about events, but we're also talking about account-based marketing online and offline. And I want to hear a little bit from your perspective. Obviously, from my perspective, events are huge, right? I That's where, you know, I'm in the service industry, right? So ultimately, you know, it's all about relationships. It's all about meeting people. Um, ABM, obviously, you know, both of us are selling fairly high-ticket items. And ultimately, you need to get your name in front of the right person. So tell me you know, both of those things. How are you guys using events? How are you guys using ABM and any other marketing um, items that you think are interesting you guys are working on? I think for me, it comes down to what are the marketing channels that give you strategic leverage? And, you know, you can think about marketing strategies like a pyramid, right? You always need a level of um, kind of broad brush air cover and awareness that sits over the top of what you're doing that, educates the market as to, you know, what the category problem is, why you exist, and, you know, uses a variety of different channels to make sure your message is in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as we really narrow in on, you know, the accounts and the context we care about, what becomes increasingly important is creating experiences that allow you to impute your brand identity or your company story or, mm -hmm. you know, your product value on those different people. And for me, you know, using events is obviously a great way of doing that. There's nothing that works quite as well as, you know, doing that stuff in person and creating genuine human connection. If and when that's not possible, you know, building a, an experience that is personalized and that is um, really a digital wrapper, right, around people as they explore, you know, your brand is is the way that we think about it at Beamery. And that might mean personalized content and landing pages. That might mean personalized advertising. That might mean, um, you know, edited content that speaks to the unique pain points of your company and your industry. Things are little tweaks on the Beamery side that make the experience feel mm -hmm. more one-to-one -one for the um, for the potential customer. And, you know, look, it's, it's almost like a tired adage now, right? But, you know, we're all consumers. We're all used to deep personalization in the apps that we spend a lot of time in, whether that's, you know, Netflix or Amazon or, 
mm-hmm. you know, a, a myriad of others. So how do we as marketers try and replicate that experience? And how do we think about the people we care about as, you know, a, a real audience, not just a lead list, right? An audience of people with feelings, fears, hopes, dreams, etc. It's so true. And it's like, I think about, you know, probably both of us, right? We probably get so many cold emails or cold phone calls, right? Every single day. And if it's standard, what do you do? You just delete it immediately. I'm thinking about one time that I got a lead or a cold email a few weeks ago, or maybe a few months ago. And it's funny because right before we we started this recording, we were talking about, hey, you know, I'm a big football fan, Georgia Bulldog football fan. And somehow the seller figured out I was a big Georgia Bulldog football fan and put that in his intro line to my email. I'm like, I'll talk to this guy. This guy spent enough time just trying to figure out who I am, what I like. And he was right. <laughs> Took the email. Actually, I even bought the product. <laughs> it, was, it was that was the key, right? Is that personalization? There you go. I mean, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, Ben, we are just about at time here. But um, before we wrap this up, I just want to ask you, you know, any last words of wisdom or piece of advice you would give to someone trying to really have this, you know, SVP of marketing career? Yeah, I think one area we haven't touched on is, um, you know, how you can support yourself along the journey, right? And we've mm-hmm. talked about the learning side of that, but the reality is, is that as an executive, no one is looking after your well-being apart from you, right? So taking the time to prioritize that, whatever that means to you, whether that's, you know, exercise, sleep, nutrition, um, you know, breath work, right? There's obviously lots of different uh, of ways in investing in yourself, but but taking that time, carving it out for yourself and making it sacrosanct, um, scheduling in your calendar, right? That's, for, for me, that's super important mm-hmm. because there's, there's yeah, as I said, there's no one else that's going to do it. I love it. Awesome. Ben. Where can people find you? How can people learn more about Beamery? So if you're looking to learn more about Beamery, easiest way is just heading over to our website. So that's just www.beamery.com. Um, and then if you want to connect with me, you want to learn more, you want to start dialogue, um, Ben Slater, LinkedIn, hopefully it should be pretty easy to find. <laughs> I love it. Ben, this was a pleasure. Like I said, bright and early on a Monday morning for me. You know, you got a few hours uh, of work under your belt already today, but this has been fantastic. A really, really great conversation and excited to, to share this with the world. Thank you for joining us on this episode of our vlogcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow us on social media to stay updated on all future episodes, as well as a wide variety of other video marketing content. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on LinkedIn by searching for Consume Media. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to bringing you more engaging discussions in the future. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this vlogcast with your family, friends, and colleagues. And with that, I'm out.